Welcome everyone to the Stupid Sexy Podcast. Just like I'm podcasting, nothing at all. I am Chris and that is Dan. Dan, please tell these fine folks what we're going to be reviewing. We're reviewing uh, episode 19 of season 4 of The Simpsons. First airing on April 15th, 1993. It's entitled The Front. Yes. Did you know that kids would probably be really good at writing cartoons that they watch? Maybe it's like those five-minute shorts, maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah. That happened on a Tiny Toon Adventures. Three teenage girls wrote in, like, their own script and sent it to the studio. And they liked it, so they made it into an episode. And I think the purpose of the episode was that somebody was writing the episode for Buster and Babs, and they were kind of forced to go along with what was happening. So they made it like a whole meta thing, but Spielberg cartoons were always super meta. I mean, Tiny Toons and Animaniacs were like the most meta shows ever. Yeah, we, but yeah, like going back to Looney Tunes, there was, you know, times where they would mess with the animator. Yeah, the fourth wall. They would yell at the animator and stuff. It all comes from, yep, it all comes from something. But this is a case where itchy and scratchy cartoons have gotten so lame that Bart and Lisa thought they could do better, and it turns out they can, but, you know. <sighs> you can't take kids seriously. So let's talk about the front. First off, <clears throat> Bart will not sell miracle cures. The snake oil man, huh? That's right. And it's the chorus line couch gag. Again. For like the fourth time already. They sure love that couch gag. So. <laughs> oh, I always get a kick out of stuff like that. Alright, so moving on to the front. We're starting off with... Cooking with Krusty. And he's got on this Jewish chef... Who's making him? Ah, oh, I got your mother's recipe for mozzarella. Hey, don't do the Jewish stuff on the air. X day on the Uish J. <laughs> and it's just, of course, Lisa has to comment. It's so sad that Krusty's ashamed of his roots. And right then, Homer walks in with a plunger stuck to his head. Because, of course, he does. It happened again. That's the part that always gets me, is it happened again. Obviously. It's more funny that way, by the way. Of course. And of course it gets called back. Yes. At the very end of the episode. Who do you want to be? Lois Sanborn. You? I'm going to be Steve Bennett. They've already got their new names planned out. So, they're watching an itchy and scratchy cartoon. It's called Dazed and Contused. And it's just itchy repeatedly hitting Scratchy in the head with a mallet. Not very hard. Just a regular ow. And then he giggles. And, and just do that the entire time. Kids say no to drugs. Yes. They stop and turn to camera. <laughs> and they deliver a PSA message. Of course, then with Krusty, I could pull a better cartoon out of my. Hey, 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 wasn't that great? 
They're just like, man, this is just terrible. The writers. We could write our own better. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cartoons have writers? Eh, sort of. <laughs> Gotta love the jab, of course, of being a Yeah, this is writer. full of jabs at the actual. This is self dunks <laughs> on the writers. Bart, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Eh, probably not. It's Bart thinking about robbing Santa Claus and stealing the sleigh. I always love when they do that gag with Homer. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yes, I am. And it always turns into monkeys or something ridiculous. But So, yeah, they're going to write their own cartoon. Meanwhile, Marge is going through the mail. <laughs> Final notice. Big guys are coming to get you. Oh, look, it's our high school reunion. Well, they didn't send one to you, just to me. And then Homer's like, Marge, I gotta tell you something from my past. I ate the fancy soaps from the bathroom. No, 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 the other thing. Oh, Marge, I never graduated from high school. She's I like, never completed intro to science, hey. She's like, that doesn't explain why you ate my soap. Wait, maybe it does. So, in another great meta joke, they're reading a book called, like, How to Get Rich Writing Cartoons, and it's written by John Schwartzwelder, one of the actual writers of the show. The infamously reclusive Schwartzwelder. The one so good and so reclusive, there's only one picture of him, and he, for a long time, many other people that worked there thought he didn't exist. Yeah, they thought he was fake because he was so reclusive. That That's life goals right there. They thought somebody else was just ghostwriting under the name. <laughs> so, like, the first thing... And since, need... and since like, 90% of his scripts were fucking classics. Right. So, of course, the, they're like, what's the first thing that we need? Well, we need a setting. Okay. So they look outside, and there's Homer clipping away at the hedges, and he clips off Marge's hair. Just full on, just takes out half the half the hair. They're like, "Ooh, how about a barber shop?" Then he gets a stick with many points and puts it in there. And I know, of course. That. Which, of course, her hair is fine later. Of course, it is because cartoons. So they're like, "Oh, the 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 barber shop sounds like a good idea." So Lisa comes up with the story where. Starts cutting his hair, and then he cuts his head off with a razor. Yep, and he dances, does the Mexican hat dance around the the blood-spewing fountain. But that's then, pretty good, but that's expected. What if yeah, Bart he takes pours barbecue sauce on his head, and killer ants come out and eat his face off? And then they, they jack up the chair through the upstairs apartment, and it's just Elvis. And he shoots his TV with a gun. Like, the rest of it writes themselves. Now, whose name is going to go first? Well, how about mine? No, mine. Only one way to settle this. Rock, paper, rock, scissors. Paper, scissors. Uh, oh, Bart. He only just does rock. He's so dumb. Good old good rock. Good old rock. <laughs> Nothing beats rock. Paper. Dope. Uh, that's always been one of my favorite gags that they ever did was the, the rock, paper, scissors gag. And again, it's another one of those jokes. We've seen that joke used how many times in memes and everything, but did you remember off the top of your head it came from this episode? Nope. Good old rock. Nothing beats rock. 
So, of course, we've got the uh, the head of Itchy and Scratchy, Roger Myers Jr. Who we have met before in the Marge versus Itchy and Scratchy. We have. Now, or is it Itchy and Scratchy versus Marge. Now, of course, he's just going over these scripts and everything. And it's not it's not the same voice actor. He's like, ah, oh, you call this writing? You know, but but sir, at Harvard. Oh, oh, at Harvard. At Harvard. You know what? Get out of here. You should have majored in not getting fired. So of course Hey boss, here's a here's a here's some kids wrote a script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course just doesn't even consider it. And he goes, Hey, sing fair Harvard. And as the guy starts singing, he throws the 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 wad of paper into his mouth. He's like, "You are no better than a yaley." <laughs> then he hits him with the uh, his own like that paperweight with his name on it. The the, the name plaque, yeah, the name plaque, right yeah, between the eyes, right between the eyes. So the kids are dejected, but they're like, "Well, maybe we need to put a grown up's name on it." Hey, how about Grandpa? He's so out of it, he let guys use his checkbook for a whole year. <laughs> the old folks home. Grandpa, what's your first name? I love the freaking letter that he's writing. He's oh, yes. right, it's to Modern Bride magazine. And all he wants to see is some wrinkled faces or a t- single toothless girl. <laughs> he wants representation in Modern Bride. In modern Bride, yeah. So what's your first name? And he can't remember it. Are like, you making my tombstone? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just we just want to know. Well, I don't I guess I'll check my underwear. And he pulls his underwear out. And he's like, oh, Abraham. And then Lisa says what everyone's thinking. <laughs> How did you take off your underpants without removing your pants first? And grandpa just goes. I don't know. It's so good. That's such a good. That's such a good simple gag too. Also, one that I don't. I know there's a time where he looks for his name on his underwear, and then they go, "Hey, how'd you get your underwear off without taking your pants off?" And that it's this episode. You you remember the joke, right? So now he's going over. Going over the scripts, and he sees Little Barbershop of Horrors by Abraham Simpson. He reads it, and th- starts laughing, and then in comes the Harvard guy again. You locked my office, and I wanted my Harvard mug. And they do the recycled animation gag where he just throws the... It's the exact same scene and everything. Because he goes from reading the script in the dark to now it's daytime, whipping the, the name plaque. And then it's back to reading the script, and of course with the uh, cigar. Gotta love those recycled gags. And then, of course, are you Mr. Simpson? We... (laughs) Did you write the Itchy and Scratchy episode? No, what? You must think I'm crazy. Well, we got a substantial check here for an Abe Simpson. Oh, that's me. I did the Iggy. Homer's going through his yearbook. His, Of course, his quote was, I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Activities, sports, and honors all have none next to them. It's like I it's love good. it because his, his quote was a freaking office seltzer commercial. 
Yep. They're like, oh, but you know, it's going to be great to see the old gang again. Podsy and Ralph Mouth and the Fonz. That's happy days. They weren't all happy days, March. There was a day when Pinky Tuscadero fell off her bike. And then that time that I had to get my dad, Tom Bosley, to get my money back from the card sharks. The card sharks. <laughs> of course, Principal Dondelinger recognizes Marge right away, but thinks that Homer is just Oh, some... Marge, Bouvier. I'm it? sorry, the vagrants can't sleep in the gym today, but we'll <laughs> yeah. put out back. And he goes, Doh. Oh, it's, it's just you, Simpson. So there's there's the class clown, Bobby. Forgot his last name, but yeah, he's the yeah, class Everyone's clown. just up to their old shit. Yeah. And of course, he's doing a Richard Nixon impression. Because, you know, that was the thing to do back then, right? Make fun of the president, and that's yeah, who the president all, was. All the 70s voices, right? He does Jimmy J.J. Walker doing Dynamite. Yep. Yeah, he gets a bunch of them. There's and of course, a... you make the class clown be the MC of the of the stuff. Of course. Also, there's there's the good throwback. They're doing the hustle. Remember when Marge and Homer did the hustle? Do the hustle. And then, Artie Ziff, I'm stinking rich. I bet you trade it all for one night with my wife. Yes, I would. And of course, Homer immediately starts thinking about it. So, yeah, so the guy's doing the MC, and now it's time for all of the awards that Homer wins. Most weight. How'd you do it? I invented a new meal between breakfast and brunch. (laughs) So Homer's a hobbit. And then he wins most improved odor, which is the one that he's the most proud of. Traveled the least distance to be here, because... Never left the hometown. And then he has to forfeit all the awards because the principal was going through everybody's permanent records, obviously bored as hell during this reunion. And he's just like, I learned that Mr. Simpson never passed Science 101 and never graduated high school. So he has to give up all the awards and he gets humiliated. Ah, kind of a... Kind of a sad thing, actually. Yeah. And, uh, and the best part is Barney's mocking him. Barney, where's your cummerbund? Oh, I fell in the toilet. So, Grandpa shows up to get his check. You're a comedy writer? You're so old. Give me my check. Ah, yeah, you're definitely a writer. <laughs> and he's like, hey, you want a staff job? I'll pay $800 a week. I was like, well, son of a bitch, can I get that job? What did I make in a week? And he's just like, hey, writers, check this out. Here's what a real writer looks like. He's like, this guy's got something that you can't get, and that's life experience. And the one guy's like, well, I wrote my thesis on life experience. <laughs> I gotta love these freaking writers. So we we cut to Krusty, who's got a nicotine patch that he immediately starts to lick off because he's going nuts over it. And on comes <gasps> Little Barbershop of Horrors. They made their cartoon. So, of course, turn up the volume, and they immediately turn the channel. 
Erosion. And they put it back just for in time for the the Elvis ending. And then to watch the full credits of an episode for the first time ever. Yeah. The the cartoon itself is like fifteen seconds long, but it's got a whole line of credits. They even do the itchy and scratchy productions parody. <laughs> the best part is they've even got a closing theme song. They fought and bit. Instead of fight and bite. But hey. They, then, we... They're like, yeah! Even though you saw like, none of your cartoon. Exactly. Kids, I have a confession to make. And I'm not proud of it. Well, it's okay, Dad. You'll always have my love and respect. I never graduated from high school. And he gets choked. <laughs> and here comes Grandpa. Hi, son. I'm just dropping by from my job. You have a job, Grandpa. Yeah, they pay me $800 a week to tell a cat and a mouse what to do. Oh. And then Homer has that vision of him wheeling Grandpa to the crack house. They're like, Grandpa, we're the ones that were writing the writing the uh, the episodes. <laughs> Didn't you figure out that you were getting checks for doing nothing? He's like, oh, well, the Democrats are in power again. I just thought that was the reason. No, Grandpa, we write the scripts, and then we split the money three ways. Well, I better sleep on it. So he immediately does the classic Grandpa trope where he just falls asleep yeah. for, like, five seconds. But when they wake him up, he has this big dream about being in the Old West. I had a six-shooter in my girder. So do we have a deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And immediately goes back to sleep to finish the dream. So the kids are at the studio. And Myers offers to give him a tour. You coming, Abe? Are there any stairs? Well, there's just one. No chance. So one of my favorite jokes they ever did was how to save to uh, save money in, in animation, they'll just reuse a background over and over again. Yeah, and just a woman sweeping between the two doors. Yep, and the water cooler. It's all it is, just repeated. Oh, well, that's easy enough, right? So, Homer is attending his night school class. And Donda Linger's actually teaching it. It's like, my wife just recently passed away, so I thought this would be a good distraction. Homer's like, is this going to be on the test? No, you idiot. And he, he crosses re- out dead wife. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he got crusties completely covered in nicotine patches head to toe. <clears throat> Mel, bring me another one. I think they've still got some room on my butt. And now here's another Abraham Simpson, itchy and scratchy. This one is called Screams from a Mall, where Scratchy's on the escalator. Itchy nails his feet to it. Of course, he gets caught at the top. Gotta love all that sharpness on the escalator, right? Comes comes out of his skin, which is sold to a bunch of rich folk. But then there's the, the muscle, just the muscles of Scratchy. And he takes his skin back and throws it over his shoulder like he's all fancy and goes outside to a bunch of fur protesters who promptly beat him with their signs. So, yeah, the kids are actually getting their episodes on TV and the people like them. The kids are delivering exactly what they want to see. 
Meanwhile, Homer's beside himself because they're burning a donut in his science class. And the blue flame Trying indicates... Trying to show the amount of calories, yeah. <laughs> this was a particularly sweet donut. And he's just like, this is not happening, and just crying. <laughs> One of my favorites is Grandpa's letter to the president. There are too many states nowadays. Please eliminate three. Abe is now the only writer because Myers fired everybody else. He's just like, oh, God, I'm a fraud. And, of course, he wasn't paying attention. Now it's time for Homer to take his exam. And what what I love about this, they're like, we're going to do an exam now. And he's like, that's true. Homer, I'm just describing the test. Yeah, he said it's going to be a true or false. Yeah, like, he goes, holy shit, how true. do you fail? And then... Homer, just take the test and you'll be fine. And then he goes, mm, false. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brain, you don't like me and I don't like you. But let's get through this and I can get back to killing you with beer. Deal! <laughs> and now it's time for Grandpa to go to the award ceremony. Of course, the uh, the escort service wouldn't insure him. That is too old. I love it's, old. it's a nondescript awards, but the award is clearly an Emmy. The award is clearly an Emmy, yeah. Hosted by, and it's got Krusty the Clown and Brooke Shields presenting best writing for a cartoon. By the way, Brooke Shields providing the voice of Brooke Shields. Yes. Gen generally, they will, for, for a random celebrity encounter, they'll get that random celebrity to show up for it. Probably one of those deals where they would have put anybody in there and she agreed. It's like, we're going to have Krusty the Clown and whoever agrees to do the voice will be the other one. Maybe we'll find out in the... So, with one... Maybe. I'm the star of the Blue Lagoon and I'm the blue-haired goon and then Krusty starts freaking out about the cue cards. My hair's gray, not blue! So the other nominations are they have a He-Man parody. It's a wedding episode. Uh, action Figure Man, the How to Buy Action Figure Man episode. And it's just a kid in the store with his mom and points at it. <laughs> the Ren and Stimpy season premiere, which has no clip. And then Little Barbershop of Horrors, which everybody laughs at, but Grandpa is mortified when he sees this. Crack... Hey, cross my fingers for me, and immediately snaps them. Oh, that's going to hurt come winter. And the winner is? Itchy and scratchy. Go get it, Grandpa. And he's just like, I've never seen Itchy and Scratchy before. That was disgusting. Shame on all of you. And he gets booed off stage while the writers are like, yeah, I'm going to go write my sitcom about my sassy robot. And then my favorite line is, uh, we'll never watch another award show again, Grandpa. Unless the delightful Billy Crystal's involved. Which was, this was when he was hosting the Oscars, like, almost every year. For, like, every, yeah, years. exactly. And then finally, Homer passes and is all excited for his next reunion. And we see Homer and Marge arriving at the 50th reunion. Now they're a bit older. And, and there's the principal again. Simpson, is that a plunger on your head? 
And then one of my all-time favorites. We close it off with... Uh... So apparently this episode was about a minute and a half too short. Yes. Hens love roosters. Geese love ganders. Everyone else loves Ned Flanders. Homer Not shows up. Me. Everyone who counts loves Ned Flanders. And it's love that God. The kids are praying and he's like, kids, get ready to go to church. We're not going to church today. You better give me one good reason. Because it's Saturday. (laughs) Oakley doakley. (laughs) Again, I always remembered the adventures in Ned Flanders, but sometimes I forget it came with this episode. Although you should know that because that was the whole point of why they did it. Oh, so good. All right, let's do some trivia about the front. Cartoon writer for Itchy and Scratchy Show expresses frustration at the show and says he wants to start a sitcom about a sassy robot. Well, six years later, Futurama debuted. I mean, if you're going to talk about a sassy robot, that's a good example, right? I'm Bender, baby. Yeah, you know it, baby. Adorable little scamp, ain't I? That's one of my favorite games. You're only four years old? Adorable little scamp, and he immediately double fists a freaking beer and a cigar at the same time. I I love stuff like... I always love gags like that. All right. So, of course, the initial running time was way, way short, so they had to use every trick in the book. Even after expanding the original script... And adding the extra long couch gag, the episode was still a minute too short. So, they added the adventures of Ned Flanders. It has nothing to do with the other events. It was strictly filler. And they're like, we always try to do something bold and new. The general reaction was, what the hell was that? And, of course, it was an homage to Archie Comics. Because when they have to fill a standard page, they will use the similar technique. And the font they used for this was, in fact, the Archie font. So they... Yeah, a lot of comics like that would have... They would... The story would be done, and there would be another page. That would be the back page of the last page. And they'd be like, Jughead does a thing. I actually remember one. Jughead. uh, Jughead's in line for lunch. It says, Tuna Surprise. He takes a bite. He says, This isn't tuna. Lunch lady says, Surprise! And someone spits out their lunch. That's actually really funny. <laughs> but that's just it, right? Like, the the Flanders thing was just randomly cack- thrown in there, but it's really funny. <laughs> it's, we're not going to church today, and he's just mortified by this. Because it's Saturday! Oh, oakley-doakley! <laughs> Uh, the Itchy and Scratchy credits parody the sequence at the end of the credits of all of the Stephen J. Cannell TV shows where he's sitting at the typewriter, throws the sheet of paper, and informs the production company logo. And when Mike Reese later met Cannell in person, Cannell gave him a hug because he was so happy that he did that. That's awesome. That'd be the thing, right? If I was watching The Simpsons and I found out that they did something that parodied me, the next time I saw one of the writers, I would probably hug them. Made me relevant again. Yeah. 
Actually, the only thing... Were you mad that we parodied you? No, I'm mad you didn't call me <laughs> to tell me this. I would have helped you right away to parody me. I would have given you material to work with. While Grandpa's looking in the mirror, he says that he once took a shot at Teddy Roosevelt. And in fact, in 1912, there was an assassination attempt made on Teddy Roosevelt during one of his speeches. Yes, he actually got shot. It's That's... one of the famous things because it's a it's a meme. 50, 50 Cent talks about getting shot and then sings about getting shot. And then Teddy Roosevelt once was in mid-speech, got shot, finished the speech. Yep. Yes, he did. By the way, that Adventures of Ned Flanders short was the direct inspiration as to how Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein came up with 22 short films about Springfield, which we'll review when we get to season 7. That's a great episode, by the way. That is a great episode. And of course we talked about uh, the John Schwartzwelder book, because he's got at least 60 writer credits, like episodes that he directly wrote the whole episode for. Yes, and they do mention that Alex Rocco was not available, so they got Roger Myers Jr. Uh, doesn't look like there is any... Yeah, it doesn't look like there's any actual trivia about Brick Shields, so I guess it was just one of those things that they went with. All right. Well, there you have it. What do you think, Dan? Uh, it's, a, it's a fun episode, and it has a couple of, the fa- a couple of favorite moments, so... I always I always found myself when I was younger when there was an episode that focused on Itchy and Scratchy I usually ended up really liking what they were doing and they've kind of had one a season right cuz I mean not season 1 obviously but season 2 we had Itchy and Scratchy versus Marge right and then in the last season we had the Itchy and Scratchy movie now we've got the front, which is them writing for Itchy and Scratchy. And obviously there's other episodes too. We find out that Itchy was created by another guy entirely. They do the Itchy and Scratchy land episode. So I like that they don't overkill these characters, which is what what honestly makes their episodes so entertaining. It's like, okay, well, in this episode, we're going to do something Itchy and Scratchy based, but it's the only thing we're going to do for Itchy and Scratchy this season. So you're never so caught up on it that it comes off as, as forced or any anything else along the way. So, yeah. I, I think this is a good episode. I don't know if it's the best Itchy and Scratchy themed episode. I actually think Itchy and Scratchy Land is the best Itchy and Scratchy episode, but but it's a good one. It's got some good some good gags in it. Well, we are almost done with the fourth season of The Simpsons. Uh, we have three more episodes to review, and the next episode we're going to talk about will be Whacking Day, another very famous episode of The Simpsons because it has one of those ridiculously preposterous ideas for a holiday that they just threw out there with their own crazy heritage and why they do it, and there's a reason why you never see another Whacking Day episode after this, because Lisa. 
Because Lisa has to Lisa things. Because Lisa totally leases this up. But it's a funny episode in its own right. We'll be covering that next time. And then we will be getting to the end of Season 4 with two more episodes after that. And then we're going to start Season 5 where we're going to see some big time favorites coming out. Uh, Right out the bat. Yep. Including... Dan's favorite episode. episode. Two of the se- yeah, episode two of season five is my favorite episode of all time. Yep, and it's that's <laughs> like it. it I, I I I have I haven't done the list in a while, but it's either third or fourth on my list. Like it's it's so good, it's so good. You know, out of like seven hundred something episodes, right? Like they, that's and it's on everybody's list. If you haven't figured it out yet, we're not giving it away. Wait till you get there. Well, I mean, Dan already gave it away. You can just look it up, but I'm I'm still not giving it away for free. Not giving it away, guys. All right. That's next time, though. We'll talk about Whacking Day before we get to Season 5. Check out all the great stuff on CKCC Radio. Go to patron.com slash club kayfabe for bonus content. And if you guys have an idea, for you patrons out there listening to the show, if you have an idea for any Simpson-themed bonus content that you would like us to cover, we would be more than happy to do that for you, including full-on watch-alongs of episodes with live commentary while they're happening. We can go back and revisit an episode. Or, I mean, we can review other Simpsons brand media. Maybe we can do a watch-along of the Bartman music video. Do the Bartman. I mean, it's on YouTube, and it's, oh my god, it's so... We could definitely do a review of that or something. But yeah, let us know. And we will see you guys next time for another Stupid Sexy Podcast. Feels like I'm podcasting nothing at all.